Marvel Studios What If animated series is debuting on will debut is debuting a word anyways will debut on Disney Plus August 11th 2021 and it will feature a bunch of characters that have already been a, not established but a lot of IPs that have already been established like Captain America Iron Man Black Panther Ultron, Gamora, things of that nature. The reason that I'm covering this is because unlike the notorious Mass Effect, Mass Effect Go, I can really talk about anything. So I'm a huge Marvel fan. Really, I'm a huge superhero fan in general. But as far as Marvel, what if it's something that really intrigues me because I remember reading one what if storyline when it said like, what if Hulk. No, I think it was, it was like a. Actually, I forget what it is. But anyways, um, <laughs> I'll get into what if. The the biggest things that people need to know about what if and like everything that is included in what if is that the series is inspired by, of course, the comics because Kevin Feige likes to play it simple when it comes to comic related material. You will take the comics, take another comic, put it together. So technically he's switching it up, but technically he's still staying true to the source material. But with the What Ifs uh, series, also, this uh, as off of Loki's, off of the Loki TV show, I don't know if people, or I don't know if, whoever's listening you the person who's listening watch the Loki TV show but the biggest thing from that is that Loki at the end kind of I don't know if it's like a spoiler alert because they didn't really care about spoiler alert that's like a tongue twister I remember Drake sit down the track one time I was like I wonder how you got that off of the studio anyways um Loki's <laughs> Loki's TV show is well did introduce the multiverse so the biggest thing with Marvel Studios is that with the multiverse anything can happen so usually a lot of fans don't like that because that means like the creator kind of ran out of things to talk about and now they're going to multiverse because they can literally literally do anything with no sort of sort of consequence or anything like that for example Thanos literally wiped off like half of the earth and then destroyed the stones on that planet like in that timeline so they went back in time had tony stark create a whole time machine just to go back in time and create and get back the stones and then bring everybody back those years that he did win still was there but they still brought everybody back so people don't like the whole time travel multiverse thing because it really leaves a lot of plot armor material for the uh authors to use or the directors or whatever anyways but for for the what if franchise there's a lot of universes that's going to be touched on there's a lot of different universes that are canon to the mcu so whatever happens in the what if is definitely canon to marvel it's just that whatever happens in it is like 
in that. Like, so the multiverse is kind of is the way like trying to explain it now. It is kind of confusing. It's a lot of different universes, and but it's still all connected to the MCU, so it's still canon. The biggest thing about this is that it features the Watcher, which is like a guy who lo who was looking over the whole universe, but now that it's split, it seems like it's harder it's harder to keep up with everything. But he can only view, he can't intervene, which is the weirdest character ever made in history. Like the Watcher literally just watches everything and can't intervene, so he's just like he's just like there. But um. The next thing is that what was it not, what was the other thing? Oh yeah, uh, Chadwick Bose Chadwick Boseman has um, he's he's voiced his his character T'Challa in this animated series because he voiced it before he passed away in his um, untimely death. So with him voicing this, that definitely adds another dynamic to the actual ep episode because. People are going to be listening and hear the authentic Black Panther that was in live action on the animated screen. So that's another big thing about the What If franchise. Also, over 50 other MCU actors have came back to reprise their roles. So it's a bunch of MCU actors that have came back to voice their roles. But um, some of the big names didn't like Chris Evans, um, of course, I don't know why I'm blank, blanking on his name right now. The guy who played Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I think it was Robert Downey. Am I saying his actual? Yeah. Robert Downey Jr., he, he didn't come back to voice his uh, role, but at the same time, a lot of other MCU actors did. I'm guessing it was definitely a contractual issue. Because they definitely pay Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. the most money out of the whole cast when they was making the uh, Avengers and Endgame. Because technically, they was the biggest draw for those type of mo movies because of the characters they was playing. Especially Robert with Iron Man. Because he literally was like the second movie to come out in the MCU. I think he was the second. Was he the first? I think there was Hulk and then there was Iron Man. I don't know which one came first. I think... Iron Man maybe came first because he was in Hulk. I'm pretty sure Iron Man came first. Anyways, uh, Robert is basically the whole the whole like reason why this even blew up. Like you could have went with another character, but the way they went with Iron Man, which was like a D-list character at the time, I remember Iron Man just being in the video games and the comics. He was just like the rich guy who paid for everything. But he was never cool. Like, he was just a robot. Nobody ever thought he was a cool character. And then, in some iterations of the comics, he actually had a secret identity where the his his suit would just protect him. Well, no, his, his, uh, he would act like his suit was his bodyguard and it wasn't him. So, it was, it's, it was a lot of iterations of, of Iron Man that didn't work. And, for some reason, Kevin Feige greenlit the Iron Man movie even though that that character was the D-list character at the time because at that like I don't think people realize what like Marvel Studios did at the beginning Spider-Man Batman and the X-Men those were the biggest draws as far as superheroes 
and not even just live action. They got the live action because of the draw and the animated feel. Oh, and Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four was a big one because of the whole family dynamic. But those four was the most popular like IP superhero IPs out at that time. And Spider-Man, of course, and Batman, which is on a whole different level. But then you had X-Men, which was uh, definitely a niche audience, but it definitely had a big audience. And then you had Fantastic Four, which the whole family dynamic was very family-friendly. I don't know. People like that for some reason. I, I was never a big fan of Fantastic, Fantastic Four. But anyways, basically I'm saying Iron Man was never the focal point. Like, if you go look at the, look at the first Ultimate Alliance game... And then go to the second one and see how big of a jump the, the Iron Man character made from the first Marvel's Ultimate Alliance game to the second. That is like the clearest description I could give you on how big of a jump the character took popularity-wise. Like in the first one, like he was just paying for everything. He was just a rich guy. Everybody was just using his place. Second one, he was the main character in the actual storyline. It's, it's, it's kind of... Um, it's kind of interesting to see how they even played out. So we'll see him again. Well, not actual. The, the well, yeah, I guess we'll see because they they're building up. So what the what if? What I've been told the what if storyline is like the whole uh, the whole Infinity Saga summed up in, in animation in animation style. Only this time. They're doing unique twist on on the story to leading up to Infinity War. So, whatever happens at the end, it may not be Thanos. I think I just hit my mic. My bad. I don't even I don't even know if you heard that. But uh, it won't. It may not be Thanos at the end, but it's gonna be somebody with the Infinity Stones. Like basically, I I feel like what I've been told is they're building up from start to finish in this series, and they're gonna be going to. Uh, then they're going to be going through the whole inf Infinity Saga with different versions, uh, uh, with different variations of these characters. So they're taking it. Like at first, I thought this what if was going to be like, what if Thanos never lost or what if, well, no, what if Thanos didn't lose in game or something like that. But it was actually, it, it's kind of, um, I don't know. They could end up doing that again, but like, what if went was way went way beyond my expectations. Um, also, the biggest thing with what if is that Disney is doing like ten episodes for this series, which hasn't been done before. The only other Marvel MCU related series they gave uh, they gave like six episodes, I believe six or eight. This one is getting ten, so they're definitely. They they saw uh, the the direction that this was going in. It was like y'all get extra episodes be episodes because this is just a great concept. They really went above and beyond with this whole concept of putting together the guardians of the multiverse. So you know you have the Avengers, which is Earth's mightiest heroes. Then you had Guardians of the Galaxy come along, which was guarding, I mean, the galaxy. Come on now, and then, and then now with the what if storyline, you have the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is all of the universe's heroes. It's like the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy mixed together, I believe. That's how it was pitched to me. What they're actually going to do with this series is still 
I'm still, I'm still like, I, I don't know what they end up are gonna end up doing. But as far as like looking at, like, cause I was looking at the What If logo from what Marvel Studios put out for their promo release for the actual TV show, and I saw that the the Avengers logo had a lot of different colors on it. It had gold, it had silver, it had red, and I think it was purple. And, um, and then it was a little broken on one side, but it had all the, the colors of the previous Avenger movies. So that just reassured me that they're just going to go through the whole Infinity War saga in one whole animated series. And that's just crazy because the di I can't wait to see the different variations. We already know that Spider-Man is going to be hunting down a lot of different zombie Avengers, which I can't wait to see that and how crazy that is. A lot of this thing, this stuff sounds like crazy. Like, I think they were saying one uh, version is Black Widow, like, kills Iron Man or something like that. I don't know. Like, a lot of these things are just insane. So, the biggest takeaways for me is that I will see every superhero that I liked in the MCU in this animated show. And the way that they take it, I have no idea because it seems like they're definitely going above and beyond. But... As far as what y'all think, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Marvel Studios and, and their What If series? And which character are you most excited to see in this animated series?